0: Latino Stories, Historias Latinas, es un podcast que nace del proyecto de narrativas orales de Latinos en Ohio, Oral Narratives of Latinos en Ohio, con entrevistas en español, inglés, and spanglish. Welcome to Latina Latino Stories. I'm Elena Fallis. My guest today is Esther Flores. Esther is a registered nurse and the founder of One Divine Line to Health, a public charity that has two safe houses, a community garden, and the Love Drop-In Center. They provide these services for pregnant women, transgender men and women, and runaway youth. Bienvenida a este episodio, Esther.
1: Bienvenida, Elena. <laughs> uh,
0: tell me about arriving to Ohio. How did your story begin? <laughs> Well, it all started almost twenty-five plus years ago, mm-hmm. and
1: um, at the Ohio State University. At that time, I was married, and I had um, been accept- accepted to the College of Nursing, mm-hmm. and that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. And since then, it's been a whirlwind of adventures. <laughs> um, you know, working in the profession mm-hmm. and being exposed to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided to start a nonprofit, thinking that I would. Jen basically gather medical supplies and go to developing countries and um, bring them over there with mm-hmm. physicians and other nurses. It did happen, but then things changed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where did you grow up? I grew up um, in New York City. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents got divorced at an early age. So I was raised by a Puerto Mm -hmm. Rican mother Mm -hmm. um, who spoke and still does speak um, Spanish Mm -hmm. only. And um, between my dad, who lived in Spanish Harlem, so... It was just a very um, comfortable setting, mm-hmm. even though there was a lot of emotional things. But I was embraced in the diversity, mm-hmm. and you and I know that New York City is all about diversity. Right. So we grew up with um, many people from different cultures—not only, you know, um, Latinos or Latinas, mm-hmm. um, Asians. It was just fun, and mm-hmm. we were also introduced to the cultures, the food, and you know, there's a lot of festivities, especially right. you know, in Lower Manhattan and upper my hand and so it was a fun time. <laughs> so do you? So you grew up a New Yorkeran, uh, basically. N- bueno, depending who you talk to. <laughs> um, yes, um, New York, New Yorkina, New Yorican, mm-hmm. um, But I consider myself more indigenous. Soy mm-hmm. um, so, um, um mm-hmm. I love the food and mm-hmm. a lot of the culture and um, the people that I admire, como Pedro Alviso mm-hmm. um really influenced my um, my thoughts mm-hmm. of um, you know education. Right. Politics, um, basically being more involved in um, civil liberties, um, human rights for all,
0: and you also include a component of faith, yes, uh, to your work, yes. Um, So we'll we'll get to that a little bit more here. You know, throughout this conversation. So, uh, like you mentioned, you are a nurse, and continue to use your training and the work that you do with the women and youth that you serve. Tell me about focusing your work on survivors of human trafficking, um, domestic violence, and women who work as sex workers. The big challenge, Elena,
1: for for me, um, como Latina, mm-hmm. um, is to see. Um, Unlike New York City, because, you know, when you grow up in a city like New York, which is very diverse, they also tend to address the issues as they come. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my thought processes was because I grew up in the projects Mm -hmm. and you and I know that um, in those areas, um, they tend to be very poor Mm -hmm. and you are um, accustomed to seeing and even living around people who um, struggle with substance abuse disorder Right. um women who see their body as a commodity mm-hmm. um children who are abused and i was unfortunately one of those children mm-hmm. who were who you know who, who went through abuse and you grow up and you know you learn coping mechanisms mm-hmm. and then you become a healthcare professional and you're educated or you go through special trainings cuz i have a you know other trainings and then you come here and it seems like the vulnerable population that I was accustomed to in growing, mm-hmm. it's like they're invisible. You know, they're invi- mm-hmm. invisible people. Mm-hmm. So I primarily work right now, um, don't work in a hospital setting because mm-hmm. uh, people think, oh, you, you're you a nurse, so you must be working in a nursing home. Or uh, No, mm-hmm. I'm literally a public health nurse um, mm-hmm. working with victims of human trafficking. I mm-hmm. do work with some survivors, mm-hmm. um, but most of them are women children, trans men, mostly trans women who I work with, okay, Mm -hmm. who are caught in this dark web of human trafficking. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that it's their choice. It's not their choice. We have drug dealers um, Mm -hmm. who play two roles, not only as the drug dealer, but also as a pimp. I mm-hmm. think um, a lot of people think um, that the pimp is the person with the, you know, the trench coat, mm-hmm. with the hat, with Las the, it's no longer that way. Mm-hmm. And they're young, um, good looking men, mostly mm-hmm. men. Um, of course, they are madams. But my confrontations with them, um, it has been primarily men. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of scary. And um, being in the epicenter, Mm -hmm. which is the West Side, which is similar to New York or even the United States because of the population that we serve. Mm -hmm. So it's really breaks my heart when I see a Latina out there. It breaks my heart if I see anybody. Right. But there are, you know, um, uh, um, uh, uh, what we say, you know, there are Puerto Ricans out there, mm-hmm. Mexicana. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got women that are undocumented. So they think right. that if they call 911, they're going to be deported. That is not happening with this current administration. So. Right. It takes time for them to trust. So primarily what I'm doing is I'm utilizing my 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 nursing skills, not only to clean their wounds, but to um, do public health nursing. Um mm-hmm teach them about infection control, mm-hmm. um, the sexually transmitted infections, you know, like we have a syphilis fi- outbreak. Um, so they tend to listen and mm-hmm. they're jaded by the healthcare system. I can't wear my scrubs. I can't wear, I wish I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like the nurse with the t- with the jeans and the t-shirt or the bandana so that they feel accustomed to, you know what? Not all nurses are bad. Right. And it's been like that for or the judgmental, last years. Right. Or judgmental. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is um, because you and I have talked and, um, and some of our friends Friends, you know, como Yahaira, mm-hmm. um, because what really breaks all, what breaks my heart a lot because my heart is always broken. I think mm-hmm. I'm doing better this year. Um, <laughs> is the fact that when a colored child um, mm-hmm. goes missing, um, the system has this um, delay, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not focusing on the whole racial thing because Mm -hmm. you you and I know that I'm all about seeing people not by their ethnic race. They Mm -hmm. are part of one race, which is called the human race race right mm-hmm. then they should also respond quickly when a 14 year old latina is missing right. and there isn't I, I don't see that i've been mm-hmm. caught up in several cases where the mother only spoke spanish there was no interpreter at the um, um police department right. and it just brought a whole lot of problems and and I think it's important for us to address you know especially in our homes we need to protect our kids and we need to start listening to them if they give you a complaint, Search it. Research. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I know that if I complained, um, my mom would try to investigate. Sometimes she didn't believe me and sometimes she she didn't. But the child needs to be taught, you know, if there's something um, that you don't feel comfortable, then you're going to have to find an adult who will listen. If that means you have to tell 10 people, then you tell 10 people because maybe you'll find an Esther. Maybe you will find an Elena who will respond Mm -hmm. to your concern.
0: Right. Um, I like that you mentioned um, that you work – uh, with uh, human trafficking victims, because that means that um, for one reason or another, they're still caught in this, yes. you know, and and um, and we, you know, sometimes we think of um, maybe survivors and yeah. and what resources they need or like care that they need, but they're also uh, people that are. Currently caught on that, and and they can get out for whatever you know the reason might be, and you're. But they also need services. They need education. They need um, a a place, even if it's um, for a moment, right, mm-hmm. to feel safe, and you provide that. What conversations you know happen with. Or how how do you intervene, you know, when when you find out about a person that's caught in this? Or even, like you mentioned, um, confronting, like, Pimps and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Bueno, tú sabes que yo soy bocona. <laughs> yo sé.
1: Yo sé. Um, I am very mouthy, and part of it is is that you know when I was a child I was bullied, mm-hmm. um, and bullying now is so different, Elena. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bullying used to be for me like a big girl. Sometimes for me it was like the black girls. Mm-hmm. They used to pull my hair. They used to kick me, and I would not tolerate it, and mm-hmm. I would fight. So um, bullying now and kids um what kids face right now it's all cyberspace mm-hmm. most of it um blackmail mm-hmm. um and when i work with the women and even the kids because for me um, I work with a beautiful young lady named um, Molly. She's a peer supporter, and mm-hmm. thanks to City Council, I was able to hire her. Needing more funding because we're literally working with one and a half staff full time running mm-hmm. this drop-in center. Okay. So our um, setting is compassionate setting, mm-hmm. and I guess I can briefly um, describe this is is that "somos una familia," mm-hmm. okay, and there's a code of contact, mm-hmm. um, a code of of, um, of respect, okay, mm-hmm. a code of um, that. that. you know, all for all all for one and one for all, like Mm -hmm. the three stooges. Right. right. (laughs) Um, And what we do is, is like we have this code of conduct that we protect each other and Mm -hmm. that we love the hell out of them. They already know that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not that old, but I'm seen as a mother to them. Mm -hmm. So our conversations um, are more about, you know, the pressing need. Mm -hmm. Everybody, all of our girls obviously need the basic needs. So you imagine we opened the first full time drop in center. Last year, mostly by the support of the community, you hear that mm. and then then at the end, um when the project was almost done we we were short and then the city council came in and dropped by fifteen thousand dollars, and we were able to finish the final you know the final project, right. which was great. But it was overwhelming. We did not know that we were going to see, listen to this, so 1,800, mm-hmm. close to 1,800. Wow. If you want to be exact, I have it right here. Right. We saw 1,769 women. Wow. We saw 63 children that came to the drop-in center. that, And that's mm-hmm. 40 horas. That's full-time, right. non-banker hours. So you imagine, the services are not available. Right. You have, I can't, I'm not going to mention the, the names of these organizations that receive all the funding for human trafficking. But they're unavailable at Mm 7, at 10, Mm -hmm. 9 o'clock at nighttime. These are sex workers. So you common sense tells me that you need to be accessible with the help during those times. Doesn't that make sense? Um, So when we started seeing that, we also, um, um, the transgender folks, um, mostly trans um, women that we work with, People don't understand that, especially the African-American, um, they get abused more. I see more of them. I don't really see, you know, um, Latinas, you mm-hmm. know, out there. Um, but it was just kind of heartbreaking. And then they would come and I would have to clean their wounds, you know, busted lips, you know. Um, and I'm like, oh, is this like an oxymoron here? Mm-hmm. Like, why is it that, you know, you have funding for this h- atrocity, mm-hmm. but it's unavailable right. at the when hub mm-hmm. at nighttime at the epicenter. So, mm-hmm. and, and that's another thing that I want to say. It's because our compassionate mm-hmm. setting mm-hmm. where we dine and unwind and mm-hmm. we talk about different things, just ordinary conversations, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for them to feel that they're loved. And that is all, that's my mantra. You mm-hmm. know, our model of our organization is love heals the sick mm-hmm. and love heals the world. You have a world, Elena. I have a world, and if this world actually provided more um, compassionate settings, it would be more possible for people who are hurting to seek the help. The help here is like, let's criminalize them. Let's victimize them. Mm -hmm. That's why I cannot wear... Uh, my uh, my scrubs because mm-hmm. then they're automatically gonna say, oh no she's gonna be she's gonna be judging me she's gonna yeah. she's gonna hurt me that's not the case so w- a lot of organizations say that they're trauma informed but they're not trauma responsive I can tell you with my experience and even working with uh, a peer supporter we are a hundred percent trauma responsive and that's what compassionate settings need to be stop criminalizing them mm-hmm. stop victimizing them because what they what what they and I'm talking about the law enforcement mm-hmm. um, and even the court systems. What what they forget to 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 know is who they really are. Most of them are mothers. Mm-hmm. You know they have children right. and right. they're engaged in survival sex to bring food to the table. It's mm-hmm. so unfortunate that here in Columbus, Ohio. You have that mindset because the systems that is supposed to be helping them are criminalizing them and victimizing them by judging them right. and and actually creating cookie cutter approaches um, for them. Just soy Latina. I'm different. Mm-hmm. You can't, it, you know, I grew up in a different culture. And I think um, a lot of the girls gravitate towards me because I keep it real. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to tolerate um, nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a problem with me. And that's why I, my mouth has gotten me into <laughs> trouble.
0: <laughs> es problema, pero es un buen problema. It's a, what is it, a Good trouble, right? A good, you trouble. Are good trouble. <laughs> um, so you mentioned, you know, some of your background um, in in what you saw growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that did that inform your decision to start working with this community? And and perhaps I mean, um, you mentioned the the, the differences, right, um, between uh, the neighborhood where you grew up, where maybe those services were more readily mm-hmm. available, mm-hmm. and in a place like Ohio um, that seems it's a big city, but is very. Dis- dispersed, you know, like, and so there is, I imagine, different pockets where this yeah. is happening. And mm-hmm. so the resources are not always right there when, like, you mentioned the epicenter of where, you know, where these things are, are most common. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me what sort of drew you to to do that. To-
1: and, and I think it's important since you mentioned that, um, and I'm glad that you did, Elena, is because um, people think that it's only on the West Side. It's a mm-hmm. mentira. That's mm-hmm. that's not the case. Right. Our Love Bug Street mm-hmm. Outreach, mm-hmm. Um, which is basically the red um, vehicle, commercial vehicle, we got two, and I got to give um, the county and the city and offer, you know some credit because of the CARES Act, we were able to purchase the second right. vehicle. That's great. So we cover the four corners. Mm. So what happened too is is that because we have the Love Bugs and we're doing street outreach, imagínate when they heard this is so cool that I can actually speak Spanglish here.
0: or <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, is the fact that when they heard the drop-in center is open, you know what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Vinieron de cada Esquina, from mm-hmm. the north, the south, the east, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Because, you know, we – we rely on community, you know, on the community to help us out. So our funds, like even right now with the gas prices, I'm like, how am I supposed to like, you know, imagine if I had a fleet of love bugs. Mm-hmm. There's no way that we can, you know, support, you know, ourselves because it's almost $4, you mm-hmm. know, Um a gas tank so what i so so what what happened is is that i'm realizing is that we need to have drop-in center in every location instead of them having to migrate Mm -hmm. and and harm reduction and that's why we're so different is is that you know um our approach it's a nursing approach and Mm -hmm. nurses are all about harm reduction Mm -hmm. it's also um Harm reduction, so that's why we have the syringe exchange um, program there. We provide condoms Mm -hmm. um, to uh, prevent any further um, exposure to them and also uh, sexually transmitted infections, Mm -hmm. um, and also the public. And we just try to do everything that we can to to gravitate to this population and let them know, you know what, we care about you. So I just wish that um, our city would be more open to ideas because, you know, we're creative people. And sometimes the the recycled, I'm not going to say sometimes, if you recycle ineffective strategies, what happens? It creates tragedies in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Y esto tiene que parar. This Mm -hmm. has to stop. So when you come from like New York City and I've visited, you know, I'm a world traveler. Um, It exists. Drop-in centers exist for for this population. I'm like, why is Columbus not getting it? Um, So I think that we need to look at, you know, like for me, it was a mistake. I mean, mm-hmm. literally a mistake that I got into uh, human trafficking. I came from a, a trip from, from Guatemala, mm-hmm. and I was um, exposed to human trafficking. You know, I work with um, nonprofits that help, you know, people um, from, from you know, from different needs. And I got exposed to children who are being trafficked. Come here. Talk about it. There was a realtor at this event, and he said, well, you know that there's human trafficking here? I'm like, yeah. He says, well, what about if I get you a house? Um, renovate it and give it to you. I mm-hmm. thought the guy was lying. Seven months yeah. afterwards, um, Elena, the man calls me. Hey, I got the keys. The keys for what? He says, <laughs> I got the house. Mm-hmm. You know. And ever since then, it's been explosive. So all of our properties have been um, donated to us. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's how excellent. we got into it. It's mm-hmm. not, like, that's why I say it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's not what I anticipated. It just happened to be, you know, that way.
0: In Ohio, um, I'm, some people don't know, it's one of the... Is it the number of... Five, top five, top five uh, mm-hmm. places for human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um,
1: I, I honestly believe Elena that we're probably either first or second. Mm-hmm. Our numbers, by the way, um, if you know, I told you that we had close, to, uh, closely to eighteen hundred um, 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 women. That's just the women, not and excluding you know the kids and and um, you know the the transgender folks that mm-hmm. we work with. Um, we serve closely to forty one hundred just on street outreach reach okay mm-hmm. that's a lot so our our um our numbers is direct contact okay mm-hmm. so it's es a la diferencia people like to estimate i'm not about estimate yeah. estimating these are real people with real names and then what i do is is that because i have this code of ethic mm-hmm. um i confiscate you know i throw away the papers i burn it i rip it off
0: yeah. you know because
1: yeah. i want them to know that i they have my trust and they know everybody does, you know. Um, And I think it's really, really important um, because this population, again, is being criminalized. They Mm -hmm. have warrants. I mean, come on. What do you expect if a woman is out there for soliciting, you know, and, and this double standard, double standard in the court system. Mm-hmm. There's double standard, even you know when they get caught. Why is it that the John can go to to a, to a, a John school, right, mm-hmm. um, for two days, and either you know the woman gets locked up for for weeks and all mm-hmm. of that. So we have a population that even the numbers, and that's then that's it's chronically underreported. So this is why I'm saying they think that we're on the top four or five. No, I think that we are in the top at least in the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I saw and what I've experienced, and even right now, the amount of violence, because what people don't understand is that um, some of our victims, they they go, no one knows, they disappear mm-hmm. and, you know, they get killed, they get murdered. I mean, it's just so tragic. Right. And I feel that this is why we need to have more compassionate settings. Mm-hmm. You know, I work with attorneys, um, specifically one, Emily Dunlap, um, who sees uh, and works directly with these human trafficking mm-hmm. um, victims so that they can have their record expunged. So, you know, it's just, it's just hard to believe that. And it's mostly women. Aquí mm-hmm. también is mostly women. Almost 80 um, if, percent, if you look at, um, you know, some of the, 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 the places that are actually organizations that are accounting, which I'm still trying to figure out, how are you counting people? If you're counting right. people by a phone call, I don't think that that's, that's a legitimate way. Mm-hmm. I really believe that you need to have direct contact with the person, find out if they're being trafficked or not. Mm-hmm. And from the sugar daddy, because the sugar daddy on pimp también, you know, and people don't understand that. And- and it's, yeah. like, I have to be very careful because I get so angry when she's telling me, oh, but he loves me. He's, like, 65 years old, and she's 20 years old. Do do we see, you know? Right. So you have to have an art to communicate because the last thing I want to be is that judgmental person. And guess what? I lose that relationship with right. her. So right. it's important for me to have her in my presence and know that she's being okay. Because if she gets beaten, obviously she's going to come to me, and I, and I can rescue her.
0: Right. And the numbers that you quoted are... are I mean, uh, very significant, obviously. Mm -hmm. And is this, you know, this one-on-one or this, yeah, one-on-one contact that you've had. But I imagine because you are one organization, there's a lot more that could be, you know, service. And Mm -hmm. and for, you know, either you don't have the capacity or, you know, it's not there yet. Um, So the numbers could be. Even much higher. much larger. Mm-hmm. Imagínate, imagine mm-hmm. um, if we had a drop-in
1: center specifically. Oh, you, you got that <laughs> corner. Yes, yeah. at the corner, um, and that's that's what people also need to understand the effectiveness of a drop-in center goes hand-in-hand hand with the street outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very much intentional. Um, the women gave us the idea. They call it, you need to call it the love bug because it was red. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And, you know, I'm the tomboy. <laughs> I'm like, that? You know, they wanted eyelashes. i like, uh-uh, we're not going to have that. <laughs> then they were like, put some polka dots, put some positive words in it, put some butterflies because, you know, a lot of us love butterflies. And then all of a sudden, everybody knows If you see that red, even the men. Because that's another thing Mm -hmm. I forgot to say. Just because we primarily serve the women Mm -hmm. um, out on the streets, we also serve men. And that's that's really – it impacted us. Um, We started counting. We served close – we served 878 men -hmm. Um, last year. And we're still counting this year. And in my case, they – they also need drop-in centers too. There's no drop-in centers for them too, Elena. Mm. And they also need that response, but it has to be men working with men. I'm not capable. Right, of working. I can't right. stand men. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they like, and not only that, but some of them are second and third tiers offenders. Mm. You know, sexual offenders, and coming from a you know, molestation, or in the case of my. Um, peer support that she was out there five years ago, you know, we got triggers. So we have to protect ourselves and people don't understand that. So Mm -hmm. if they knew that the effectiveness of drop in centers, um, look at our numbers, we don't Mm -hmm. make up these numbers and look Mm -hmm. at our strategy. We can actually save, you hear that save Mm -hmm. a lot of people from being murdered. Okay. The amount of violence, you know, like people just don't see them. These women are being raped every day, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, already we've had six cases of rape this year we had 15 cases you hear that Mm -hmm. um last year and those those cases um last year were unreported Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of challenges um you know like you said um but the numbers that's why i say they're chronically underreported and you 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 nailed it if we had them in every corner it would probably quadruple
0: yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. um Did anything change uh, your workload or um, maybe was there a trend, a different trend during the pandemic that you saw? That
1: actually ex- exacerbated everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we during that year we were actually renovating the drop-in center, mm-hmm. um, and we were focusing on the on the um, on the street outreach. And we saw, you know, in twenty twenty, we in street outreach three thousand ninety four. We didn't mm-hmm. have the drop-in center um, open because we were renovated. Um, I was renting a site, and um, and we just said, forget it. We have to do the street outreach because. There were so many people. Then we had the riots. Okay, mm-hmm. um, that affected us too because of the curfew. Hey, mm-hmm. we're out there at ten o'clock. Right, you know. So um, we were able to even um, during those situations find a, a woman who had a phone. And says, "Look, I'm going to be here at this such and such time. I need you to make sure that the girls would gather because what they don't, you know, what people don't understand that the love bug um, street outreach. We we distribute Narcan, mm-hmm. um, clothes, food um you know um, shoes um we do first aid um we transport people into recovery and there were you know women that needed to go into recovery Imagine they you know a lot of them were afraid because they you know what we usually try to do is we try to be like their escort you right. know and and uh, keep them um you know feeling safe because they know that I'm going to advocate for them well guess what I would have to drop into the site and I would have to let them go because they wouldn't allow me to come in there because, because of the restrictions, of, yeah. you know. Mm. And we had problems then. And I was um, interacting with some of the other, you know, facilities. as I look. These these people are are have trauma, okay? It's mm-hmm. so multifaceted mm-hmm. trauma. Traumatized people need trusted individuals. Right. You are not trusted. Mm-hmm. And if they trust me, I can help you navigate the system. I can go ahead and give you a little report. I mean, come on, I'm a nurse. I can right. even tell you something in, in 10 minutes. Trust what I, what, what I say to you because they're not going to tell you what they're on, if they're on meth and fatty and all of that. They're going to mm-hmm. tell me because I've already had the, that report. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard um, to, and that's what that might, like you were saying, sometimes I feel like I don't have the capacities because people don't want to listen to the experts who mm-hmm. work with them. And right. it's not about having credentials. I'm glad that I have credentials. Right. But they don't see that, Elena.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Really having, I didn't even think about the fact that um, that you weren't, that you had restrictions, mm-hmm. like escorting uh, women to the hospitals and being, you know, their support. Yep. Um and that recovery sites, low recoveries for them to to right. give up
1: this, you know, the, the, the substance abuse disorder. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's some um, the challenges are that people just don't see that human trafficking victims, okay, most of them are utilizing drugs, okay. Mm-hmm. Um they were introduced. Their brain is hijacked by a substance. So they're gonna do everything that they can, especially the pimps, okay? Mm-hmm. Those who are in control, they Get them drugged, okay? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if they can do that, they're going to depend on that person right. for the substance. It's way that's to it's a mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it. It's a mind control. It's mm-hmm. total manipulation, mm-hmm. and it's multifaceted trauma, which which um it it it, it goes into the core of that person, mm-hmm. that spirit being, mm-hmm. and that's what scares scares me. Because if you drive around, um, you know, the Sullivan Avenue, because obviously everybody thinks, oh, that's the only place they they walk like zombies. Un zombie no tiene un espíritu, it's just a walking body, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm so sad, but there is that spirit being that needs to be nurtured. And as a nurse, no matter what people say, um you know, my 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 founder in my profession, Florence Nightingale, she was known as the um, the lady with the lamp. Literally in the Crimean War. And mira lo que está pasando in Ukraine, mm-hmm. right? Um y ese bandido, you know that tyrant over there Um, Putin is just trying to take over, you know, that that country, um, Crimea, um, and also Ukraine. And people just don't see that sometimes you have to take those risks to help those people. And that's what she did. And she was basically checking the the physician. You need to wash your hands. You know, you want to monitor the infection control? You know, you need to wash your hands and you need to make sure you have tidy places. And Because that's why these soldiers are dying. A woman stood... Against all these men, who basically you know physicians, and you know it's even even in the medical industry right now, mm-hmm. it's predominantly on men, and they have this machismo mm-hmm. you know can can I say it you know yeah, that's of purely machismo <laughs> and 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 it's like we live in a world where you know you know according to to the population, there are more women. Um, who, who who are alive than men, that maybe we should have a little bit more compassion and have more women leaders to really step up and rise to the occasion and protect the most vulnerable people. Right. Ya que
0: los bandidos, machistas, are not doing it, then maybe we should do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> um, so I know you, you've you touched um, on a lot of the things, um, you know, it, that I That I thought about, you know, Mm -hmm. having a conversation with you about, um, you know, your advocacy, your um, the way that you build trust and rapport with with the people that you serve. Um, So how do? So I know, and you and I know that this um, some of the barriers that these women uh, face, um, or. You know the other groups that you serve, is that they're sometimes ignored, Mm -hmm. Um, they're not believed, right? If they're in a in a trafficked situation um, or um, what what do you call it, Um, uh, using sex for survival? Yeah, survival Um, sex. Yeah, yeah, survival sex. Um, it, it, they face a lot of judgment so that they that prevents them also from seeking help. Right. Absolutely. Because they don't want to deal with that sort of, you know, um, uh, sort of attitude towards them. Um, how do you uh, how do you. So I know that uh, you're your um your approach is that personal relationship so that they know you, even in the way that you dress, um, sends a message to that person that, oh, this is, you know, this is a person who I can trust. This Mm -hmm. is she's not part of an institution, which, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of vulnerable populations uh, mistrust, right, because of the way that they've been treated before. So tell me about, um, you know, this work of Mm -hmm. sort of building that rapport, uh, no judgment, even even when sometimes (laughs) you're like. Muchacha, pero ¿qué haces? <laughs> <laughs> ay,
1: ay, ay nena. The, 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 it's, it's a challenge mm-hmm. because, you know, the bandana is like the nurse hat. Yeah. Um, and, y también tengo cana. You know, since I yeah. started this nonprofit, I have more gray hair than ever. Um, it's because they're trauma response, you know, it's being trauma responsive. We already know that the drugs affect the mid, the mid um, it's called the midbrain. It's mm-hmm. the motor sensory of the brain. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I would usually wear very vibrant, colorful, and empowering words on my head, mm-hmm. and it draws them to them. And everybody knows in the jail, hey, remember that girl with the brown bag? We, we, we try to do everything that we can to make sure that they understand that they are human beings. Mm-hmm. The challenges, and we have to talk about this again, is the fact that institutional settings, okay, they're all intrusive. They ask for their demographics, okay? They ask to, to make sure, hey, what are your crimes mm-hmm. and 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 the problem that we have is is that you know if they are which is usually the case and they get caught okay the john gets a fine like i said previously okay mm-hmm. she gets hit all right or he um because there are also guys who are involved mm-hmm. in survival sex and they're not gay okay right. um soliciting loitering drug paraphernalia okay prostitution um theft okay who's going to want to rent to somebody with that who is going to want to give them a job Mm -hmm. you know that deals with customer service and you need to handle money you Mm -hmm. see that so it's a perpetual cycle of 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 um, criminalizing people and i i understand what a crime is but i don't believe the drug paraphernalia is a crime it's a It's an it's an illness. okay. Mm -hmm. so this is why people need to realize if we look through the lens of compassion, Mm -hmm. we will have social justice and the 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 court system that is supposed to protect those who are vulnerable, which are people struggling with mental health and substance abuse disorder they would see it a little bit different. Maybe the city and the county would look at our approach and say, you know what, instead of putting them in the projects and getting them out of there and forcing them in the project, what about if we take them out and put them in a house? That's where the safe houses come into it, mm-hmm. where we don't have to do a cookie um, cutter approach. Men are different than men, okay? Keep the men with the men. The transgender folks, mira, there is no safe house for transgender folks right. mm-hmm. here in Columbus. Mm-hmm. It, isn't that insane? When we have... Um, a, a, a population, you know, in the LGBTQ. Um, that is rising and they don't even want to help us. Mm. They don't, let me give you a heads up, they don't help us, Mm. okay? That is so, so sad. Um, So I think it's really important for people to understand that the only approach to help people who are hurting this much is is what we call compassion. Compassion Mm -hmm. is, it's not about having passion, it's to see things through their eyes, to feel their pain. And for me, I've been embraced in this culture. I haven't been trafficked. Mm -hmm. I have not been trafficked. But a lot of my um, my own personal trauma, mm-hmm. you know, going through a divorce, being, right. you know, going through betrayal, um, being sexually molested at a, as a kid, you know, um, being raised by a mom, being a, uh, a mom with mental health, you know, being vulnerable mm-hmm. to physical abuse and all of that, the, this population knows. So it's interesting, and I guess I can say is, is that my trauma mm-hmm. is, it, you know, in the past— actually relates to the drama of someone that's coming, you know, that that is actually coming to right. service right now that mm-hmm. I'm coming in contact with. And that's how we, we, we embrace each other. And they listen. And they're mm-hmm. like, wow, if Miss Esther did this, then maybe I can come out of this. And it happens. But Absolutely. it takes it, you know, it's slow. Mm-hmm. It's slow.
0: Yeah, I mean, your experiences have made you more empathetic. And they mm-hmm. can see that, right, that this is not just somebody that um, this is somebody that has experienced similar things yes. and has turned it into something positive too Mm -hmm. and I like that because you know what
1: it it just triggered empathy it's Mm -hmm. all about empathy and the institutional settings it's apathy Mm -hmm. they don't have it and that is why the Mm recidivism in this population is so high why are you going to discharge somebody who came into you lock them up right and they're homeless and you're going to discharge them and they're homeless and whether they come back they come back to the west side and the jail where is it franklin county jail it's on the west side so por eso you know what people don't understand that's why the west side is just the way it is we Mm -hmm. have the best abandoned dominiums you can come and choose any corner you're gonna find one break in and you live and that's why we have so many people you know what's so sad too and we got families living in those abandoned Mm -hmm. houses in the Mm -hmm. garages in cars i Mm -hmm. mean since since covid it's quadruple that I would mm-hmm. tell you in all the four corners because I can kind of see what's going on and and I have to be honest you know I work with other advocates and we protect them I'm not going to tell anybody you know where well you know we know where they're at but if the cops come nana, they'll bulldoze those places and they mm-hmm. have you know so you know it's hard but we're trying to do everything that we can to to make sure that our vulnerable people um to the majority they uh, you know the majority or people at large they're invisible but for me, they're not. I got right. four eyes, you yeah. know, got progressive lenses. And I'm like, oh, my
0: God, they keep popping up. <laughs> right, right. Um What action do you want our city leaders to to take or even us as community, as individuals? What should we do to, you know, to work with you, to um, – you know there's awareness is important but action is even more and, and you uh. know,
1: and that's what we are you know mm-hmm. y- you're funny because um we talked we're all about being action driven ya basta ya con la la, la bobería mm-hmm. el hablar y el hablar um, because you know talk is cheap unless you you see you see action. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I think my faith has also been really, really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe in God. I don't believe in religion. I don't do the, the structure of religion just irritates me because they're the ones who are supposed to be um, helping the folks and it's like they don't even want to like I'm on the west side and not one of those churches won't support us mm-hmm. um, and they're like so churchy churchy and I'm like mm-hmm. hello you're supposed to be you know and I'm not trying to bad mouth them but if you're supposed to be altruistic and you're mm-hmm. supposed to be humanitarian it should be natural no they flee away you mm-hmm. know from, from this population and I, I believe that It is our dual, you know, um, responsibility to first care for your people in your household. Mm -hmm. And if you want to, um, you know, donate to a cause, definitely donate to us. We do need money. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, you know, because it takes money to to even have the staffing. You know, like I wish I could have my peer supporter full time, but I can't because I'm, you know, I know. I have her for this year because I got a grant for her. I know I have a salary this year, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know what's going to happen next year. And again, it's because I feel like the system here doesn't want to really help Us than the people who are in the trenches, the grassroots movement, um, who have the heart of the people. Literally, when I tell you, we are the heartbeat on the street. We Mm. are the heartbeat on the street. So I think it's a responsibility of the community. If you don't want this problem, then you know what? Donate to our cause. You can donate me a house, donate a house to me, you know, as long as you've gotten some houses donated. I know I got three houses and I got a garden, you know, Um, and I would love to have a drop in center for men, you know, Mm. Um, but I know for sure I can't operate. But I know of men that would be willing to help me out. I, I believe that we need to have job and centers um, everywhere. So if there's anybody listening, mm-hmm. I am a Buckeye and um, Buckeye to the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Graduated from the Ohio State. And, and I think um, I think people need to be um, supporting creative minds. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is, is that as a nurse, we we know that. Um, you have to go ahead, and you have to assess, and you have to plan, you know, and you mm-hmm. have to create interventions that would be appropriate to the patient. And then, if if you if you create the interventions and the patient doesn't follow, then you have to create other ones because you're evaluating. And that's what people don't understand. My way of thinking is as a nurse, I tackle this as an as a as a patient. And unfortunately, it seems like the city and sometimes the county they don't want to listen, um, and that is the biggest problem. But the community has a heart mm-hmm. and they don't have to be involved politically cuz we right. are a nonprofit so research us we're legit you know mm-hmm. um we we have clean books um and that's another thing in comparison to other nonprofits most of our funds you know who it goes to it doesn't go to salaries it goes towards the people that we serve mm-hmm. and i really believe to um it, 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 that as a trench you know as trench um, because we work in the trenches it's not about having so many people. You can be, you can have two or three people. I prefer having three people in each house in the drop-in center because it's more personable. Again, mm-hmm. it's a compassionate setting. Right. You know, you come to the to the drop-in center. It looks like a house. Upstairs mm-hmm. we have the offices and we have the kids room, but everybody knows it's a living room. It's very inviting. So that's what we 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 want people to understand. Look at our organization, one dl two horg and do some research
0: and... And you also have some uh, wish list on Amazon, right? That yes. They can, people can... Amazon
1: Smiles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. I have to add Oreos because Oreos right now... <laughs> hey, did you see? We actually got some at um, that fundraiser. So we actually brought like 12 bags of Oreos. It's not my preferred Oreo because I like to eat Oreos too, but um, they love Oreos. <laughs> and okay. with Oreos they like milk and that's, you know, I've gotten the girls to drink milk. Um, so it, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, that's Amazon great. Smiles. Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: Perfect. Uh, Esther, muchas gracias por esta conversación.
1: Oye, fue un placer, and I hope you invite me again. (laughs) Of course,
0: of course. A todos, gracias por escucharnos, y recuerden seguirnos en Facebook y de compartir este podcast con otros. Hasta la próxima.